welcome to this episode of the Burlington Friendship Society. I'm your friend, Carl Mamer. I'm your friend in Metric Burlington, Ontario, Canada. Hi, I'm your friend, Christian Walters, in Burlington, Vermont, here in the Imperial States of America. Right. And on our second episode, we have a very special guest. Our hands of friendship are reaching across the border, and sometimes with friends, your hands have to go into dark and scary places. Uh, and dark and scary, we're going into the state. It's a state, right? State of Georgia. And, That's uh, right. Yes, and that is Blake Blake Smith. Welcome, welcome, new friend to the Burlington Friendship Society. Thanks. I, I, I'm your friend Blake Smith, standing on the hot sidewalk in front of the Burlington Coat Factory in Kennesaw, Georgia. Right. Well, yeah, so, yeah. Do I have to be here? It's really hot and sticky out here. Uh, it, it is. It's it's very. Well, you're, that's a suburb of Atlanta, right? It is. Okay. Right. And what, what, I think as long as you have paid uh, some sort of obeisance to the coat factory, then you're probably good to go uh, off to whichever Waffle House is nearest. Well, yeah, I've got a lot of choices there, honestly. But uh, I'll tell you what I'll do is I'll. I'll I'll get into my 1970s custom van with the air conditioner running. Oh, uh, yeah. Be, oh, so, oh, yeah. It's much nicer in here. Yeah. Uh, it's the, the shag carpet air. I and the air conditioner the smell of patchouli is just perfect. Now, Carl, you say reaching across the border. Hands across the uh, border. Yes, yeah, so hands across the border. Which border between myself and Blake are we really referring to? Because there's a lot. Well, there's the Mason-Dixon line. Mason-Dixon line. There's kind of a cultural one because, uh, Blake, you've never been to Vermont, correct? Uh, only spiritually. I think right. through the works right. of H.P. Lovecraft, uh, I believe I've visited there quite a few times. Yes, that uh, is how most people visit. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's what first attracted me to the place. and. It um, it's a little different from Georgia, I've noticed. Right. We have like hippies like walking around openly. Wow, right. you are you are from there, uh, Christian, right? The, the, as we discussed last time, you spent we, you you grew up in uh, was it Alabama? Alabama, yes. Right, yeah. And then, did yeah, you right. have a a banjo on your knee? I was about to mention that. <laughs> right. And then, and, then, right, and then you said you, as you revealed the first episode of the Burlington Friendship Society, you, um, uh, friends, we, we share our pasts. Uh, you uh, then moved to Atlanta, also called uh, Hotlanta. Is that what the call Hotlanta. Is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Atlanta. Atlanta. Um, Atlanta. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep, right. Yep. Yeah. And, and then, uh, and then. I think you... it's most popularly known as. The airport where I had that layover on my way to my vacation. Right, <laughs> it's a it's a major hub, at the Atlanta airport. Yes, yeah, it says the home of uh, Delta Airlines, and I can't think of Delta Airlines without thinking of that red-haired lady shaking her finger no at me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. And then uh, and then you moved to Vermont. Now now Blake, uh, I mean you you. People who are intimately familiar with your past would know you've you've been in the Navy and you've lived in the Middle East and stuff like that. Uh, but are you from the Atlanta area originally? I'm. I originally hail from Cartersville, Georgia. Yeah, and uh, that's uh, a little town in Bartow County. Uh, it's grown a lot since the '80s when I grew up there. But uh, yeah. So I, I I actually am a Georgian from Georgia, although I have traveled quite a few places around the world. So, 
I've uh, I've with with the Navy. I, I lived in uh, Texas right. and Spain and Bahrain, and I visited Italy and England. Although to be fair, while I was in England, I basically only was in Heathrow. It doesn't really count. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, now you're, uh, but many people will recognize you because you are. Uh, you, you do a podcast called uh, Monster Talk, right? This is true. Yeah, very, very. Yeah. very it's very popular with the uh, with with uh, with the kids. Monster Talk. Uh, yeah, the the it's it's uh, with the uh, what do you call that the the twee uh, monster skeptic crowd, the people who believe in science but also love monsters and creepy things and puns. I don't, actually, I don't know if anyone loves the puns or if they just endure the puns. But, uh, okay. Right. Right. And you do that with uh, Karen uh, Stoles, Stolesno. That's right. I do it with Karen Stolesno. Uh, she uh, hails from Australia, but now makes her home in, in the haunted mountains of Colorado. Right. Yes. Now, the people who are in the know know her name is Stoles. No, but it's actually it's like it's now. It's, it looks like you would pronounce it Stoles now, right? Yeah. Uh, for the moment, right? For the moment, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like it's like it's like Shade, right? You know, all of these letters, or Shagoth, yeah, yeah, all these letters that should be in Shade's name. I just kind of feel like. You know, there was some strange quantum thing between Stoll's no and that W and Sade. I don't know. It's just right, it reminds me uh, of the Marquis de Sade. Okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> now, in Karen's uh, native tongue, her uh, her last name is pronounced Blumenstahl's now, right, Sheila? <laughs> Gain say who dare. Good day, Bruce. We we'll just call you Bruce to keep things. Simple. <laughs> you're not. You're not allowed to do these uh, Australian kind of things around her, are you? It's, it would not be. Uh, be I would never to ask if it's possible to, to make sure this podcast cannot be downloaded to people in Colorado. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just for Louise. Well, yeah. Friends do not talk about friends behind their back. I, I'll say not. this. I. I... I, I love Karen and her husband and her family, and I've enjoyed working with her for all these years. And kill I, you. Look. What, no, no, no. I just I, I just it's funny because it's never occurred to me to mock Australia because uh, I think anybody who survives that place long enough to make it to America uh, is probably tougher than me. You know, so <laughs> and uh, and we we all used to be on a podcast called uh, um, Ask a Canadian, right? That's that's kind of another. Uh, is it was it not Ask a Canadian? Ask a Canadian? Uh, no, we don't do not ask Canadians. Okay, uh, we, we do friends do not whack each other with uh, uh, sharp ends or blunt ends of axes or axe handles. Okay, mm, don't, mm. please do not. How are the dick abs, by the way? The... Well, hold on a second. Well, what, what if you're one of them? What what's one of them? You know, like you're one of those creatures from under the ice that you know thawed out and are replacing the humans. Oh right, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the uh... those things. They 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 look like Carl, but they're not Carl. They're they're a thing imitation. I, I was actually going to mention that, um, Blake. Um, you every year you do uh you do a thing called the the thing thing, right? This is true. I I think the more pronouns one has in one's entertainment, yeah. the better. Now this is this is this is I think one of the great brilliant ideas of of all time. And I don't want to steal your thunder. So can you explain to to our our 
our, our friends in the Burlington Friendship Society's wider audience. Uh, what, what is the thing thing? You know, this idea occurred to me way back in the 1990s. Uh, so I'm a, I'm a fan of the film uh, John Carpenter's The Thing, which is sort of a remake of uh, the sort of Howard Hawks production of The Thing from Another World, right. uh, which in turn is a, a, a motion picture adaptation of uh, the story Who Goes There, uh, which is, I think, is John Campbell's story, which in turn is kind of a retelling of H.P. Lovecraft's uh, story in the Mountains of Madness. So, and I think his source material was the Song of Solomon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so there's a lot of referential stuff going on. But right. basically, um, the story takes place in Antarctica. There's a, 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 a military base, scientific research base, and they encounter uh, an alien creature that can imitate other creatures. And uh, I, the film is a lot of fun to watch, but... I don't know why, but at some point I realized I thought it would be more fun to watch it surrounded by cold because mm -hmm. the film takes place in the cold. So uh, when I was living up in uh, Cartersville, Georgia, in my grandmother or great aunt's house, uh, I, I the, for the first time I, I planned a um, a weekend sort of visit where I was going to have friends over. And it turned out to be a great ice storm and so i sort of canceled it but i went ahead and watched the film myself and so i was alone in this old creepy house <laughs> watching the thing and i had all the windows open and the front door open and just the screen door closed and it was probably about 30 degrees uh outside the world was turning into just a, a sheet of ice and i was watching uh John Carpenter's uh, movie, uh, and it just it really added something to the experience, and I liked it so much that every year after that, uh, I just kept doing it. I kept uh, watching, it. and I invited different friends over. And occasionally, we'd have double features. Sometimes we would show both versions of the thing, and sometimes I would show things like Ice Station Zebra or other sort of cold theme movies in addition to the thing. But Dead the, Snow is one of my favorites. Oh, Dead Snow is a lot of fun. But basically the idea is have chili, have some cornbread. Uh, you don't have to be cold, but be surrounded by the cold while you watch the film. And I think it really adds something to it. Yeah, it's a, it's a brilliant idea. It's almost like, I mean, you know, in, in Canada, like cold <laughs> is a, yeah, I know, exactly. So it's like... Yeah, I'd rather not, but, you know, for where, <laughs> where cold in, say, Georgia is a more sort of limited bounded thing, not like, all right, let's give you another six months of this. Uh, um, it, it, it does seem like it would be a, a lot of fun, yeah. I was about to say, if you just grab a DVD and come up to Vermont anytime in, it's like, February. Yeah. yeah. You, you, then... get, you get cold in Vermont there, right? What, what are your winters? Oh, like? Lord, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I've only been here for two full winters so far. I came in at the tail end of... You've had Johnny and Edgar. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> different winters. Um, my first full winter was very snowy. Mm -hmm. um, and before I moved up here, I'd never seen snow deeper than about seven inches. Mm, that's what she said. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> You know, which which is ironic because it's really cold. And it's, but anyway, 
Well, how, how deep is the snow in Vermont? Just in all honesty, I don't actually know. So, well, this one time, the first good snowstorm we had after I moved here, we got three feet of snow in about thirty hours. Wow! And it was insane. And that was that was that's not like every week or anything like that. That is a little atypical. Um. So I mean, I did what everybody does: grab, you know. You have a dog that's got four-inch legs, so you chuck her into the backyard <laughs> to see what happens. And um, But then this last winter, it wasn't quite as snowy, but we had a stretch between Christmas uh, and, and until it was about two weeks, past New Year's and, and all that, well into the bowl season, um, where it didn't get above zero the entire time, not even counting the wind chill. That's zero Fahrenheit, right? Zero Fahrenheit. Yeah. So that's like by the minus thirty-two Celsius. So it's it's yeah, zero yeah, yeah zero 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 Celsius is not bad because zero Celsius I, is like thirty-two Fahrenheit. I guess. Yeah. So I spend every day go waking up and going, how do I? How is it legal to live in a place where this happens? How yeah. can they allow people to be? In this place, and even some of the locals are going, ah, it's a bit nippy out. Yeah. Do you do you get do you get uh, like you have to live in a very? They even put on long pants during that stretch. You, local. You, you have to get live in a very wintry hellscape to fully appreciate the humor of Fargo. There's 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 an <laughs> element of Fargo where it's like like I I think if you're living in a more temperate thing, you don't get the. It's like these people are. You're in America. You can live anywhere you want. Like, I can move to Florida or California, but these people actively choose to remain there, you know? Yeah. And endure that. And, and, it, and it's like, that's part of their insanity, you know? And and, and, and you don't, I, I don't know if you fully appreciate that that very subtle subtext of Fargo unless you, you, you know, you live in, in a cold, especially a cold place you are not legally allowed to escape, like Canada, right? I just can't. It's been a while since I've watched Cargo, oh, Cargo, Fargo, Fargo. It's a Fargo cult. Uh, it's been a while since I watched Fargo. Does they, is that the one where they like they, the the two girls with the sort of Minnesota accents talk about the guy being uncircumcised? I think so. I think there's that. Yeah, yeah. Well, the little guy, he was kind of funny looking. In what way? I don't know, just funny looking. Can you be any more specific? I couldn't really say. He wasn't circumcised. Was he funny looking apart from that? Yeah. Friends. Do let friends make circumcision jokes, right? Yeah. <laughs> or they let them perform circumcision. Mm-hmm. All I remember about Fargo, both the place and the movie, is the wood chipper. Yeah, yeah. everyone remembers and, that. I just, yeah. yeah, I remember the yeah. window scraping scene. That that's where it really locks in the the uh, the, the, the the like people actively choosing to live there. Yeah, Peter yep. Stormare. <laughs> and then waiting the whole time for Francis McDormand to get naked and then gradually realizing that I was lied to about what this movie was about. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. Christian. Oh, yeah. We yeah. have uh, just some breaking news coming through, right? There, uh-huh. There's, uh, uh, there, there's, there's a, uh, an important update on the, the, the mural, the white people mural in, uh, in, in Burlington, Imperial Burlington. Yes. Yes. Here in, um, here in Imperial Burlington, 
Wait, can, can, had... I, can, can I put a little new sounder in? Coming to you from the rest of the world and and the Burlingtons. Breaking news on the Burlington White People Mural. Christian, reporting. Thank you, Carl. I am here on the scene in Imperial Burlington, and I've got to tell you that they have had a committee meeting discuss the mural. I know it has happened within the last 48 hours, and they have decided that sometime within the next 60 days, they will make a recommendation to the mayor's office. What does that mean? <laughs> it means that we are very deliberate people here. <laughs> Wait, it also it, means I think it also means that somebody within the last couple of weeks has realized that this mural is actually on private property. Oh. Ah, you mean the wall? The, the the wall is private property. Yes, it is owned by the whatever the. It's on a restaurant or something. So do you remember For, that 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 famous sort of cheese. This painting where the, the the town citizen got frustrated and like went in and like made the sort of update herself, and it sort of turned Jesus into sort of a, an amusing monkey. Oh, <laughs> it was the, the, the Italian restoration or something. Right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah, he was like she she's like sort of citizen art project. Right, yeah. I thought. What, could, could you not do something like that, which is sort of like someone going around and like converting some of those people to different skin tones? No, 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 Blake. The, 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 these are Burlingtons, okay? Uh, you may get, you may do that. Vandalism may be a thing down there in Georgia, but you know, mm. we do. Is we, it we, vandalism or is it is it is it uh, an act of uh, artistic defiance? Uh, there's no such thing in the Burlingtons. It is, it is there, 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 there is obeying the law, citizenry, and vandalism. Mm. Plus, we have no idea what other colors you would use on skin. Every this is a very black and white issue, is what you're saying. Exactly. More of a white issue, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and I'm looking at the picture of the mural now, and. I'm not sure that just changing the skin tones is really going to help. Just looking at these people. Um, yeah, no, I, I think, I think there's, a... I mean, there well, are, there are some people like there are some, uh, it looks like there's some African Americans on a magic wagon or something. Now, is, is it true in Imperial Burlington, Vermont, that, that Bernie Sanders, is, his nickname is Soul Brother Number One? <laughs> he keeps asking us to call him that. But, um, oh, shit, I've forgotten his name. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. Not, not Bernie Sanders. No. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Mikhail Gorbachev. No, the other one, Howard Dean. Oh, okay. Howard Dean. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> what is the Dean Hurl? What did they call it? The Dean... Uh, the, the Dean Howl, probably. Oh, oh, right. The Dean Howl, right. Okay. The Howl yeah. heard round the world. Yeah, I'm not going to be president. <laughs> I, I think it's funny because, I mean, like, he went, ah! And therefore, he's not qualified to be president. <laughs> it, was a, it was a simpler it was a simpler time, Blake. Because he might have been unstable. <laughs> it was a simpler time. It was a simpler time. Yeah, it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, see, Howard tried the same kind of thing. And 
you know, here, this is a farming community. It's fine to have a nickname, but it's got to grow on you organically like everything mm-hmm. else. Like, you know, like the maple trees or the moss on my steps that I can't scrape off no matter how hard I fucking try. Mm. Mm. No, no. Or that goddamn skunk. So, sorry, I told myself I wasn't going to talk about the skunk. Oh, yeah, your, da- your dog was, uh, your dog attacked a skunk, or, or a skunk attacked your dog, and your, your dog was, because you've got really, uh, you've got kind of like standing ground laws for pets there, right? So, so your Apparently. Dog, yeah. I don't Can't actually know, I don't know who the aggressor was. I don't know who started it. I wasn't there. But I do know who won. <laughs> well, and it wasn't the skunk, and it certainly wasn't me. You should write an article about it because you can win a Pepe the Pulitzer. <laughs> Blake is also famous, friends, Burlington friends. Blake is also famous for being a pun pun master, or is a, a punisher, or something like that. He's 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 very good at the puns. Ah. I have a. Uh, it's pathological. It is. A, it, it, yeah. you know, it, it makes it makes you like loved and hated all at the same time. It's well, like, around here it's just hated, but okay. yeah. My, as my wife likes to say, our, our family crest should say, "Don't encourage him." It's, uh, <laughs> so she's. I think it's wonderful that she's still here. So yeah, still there. Yeah, but um. Yeah, so we will have uh, news on the mural very soon within okay, the next good. two months. Good. Okay, right. Stay tuned. Um, Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Things don't things don't move as fast as maybe they do down in Atlanta, but so, in the Burlington, yeah. The, uh, the the uh, was it the wheels of uh, justice turn slowly, but yeah. they skew towards something to do with skunks. I don't know. Well, but, yeah. <laughs> Oh, the yeah, the yeah. committee meeting was apparently rather festive. Um, upwards of eight people turned up, and all of them wanted to talk about the mural. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, Did they have little sandwiches? I think so. Okay, yeah. Some cool. of them brought their own. It was it was more of a potluck committee meeting. Oh, that's good, too. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's enviable. Um, it's really the craft beers that you go to these meetings for, though. <gasps> really? So, yeah. Well, I believe most of them, like most of America's founding fathers, weren't they just basically drunk all the time? Uh, that's what I heard. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, if they our, lived up in Burlington, they sure yeah. were. Yeah, I mean, like our uh, sort of first prime minister, I guess one of our founding fathers, uh, yeah, yeah uh, uh, Sir John A. Macdonald. Yeah, he was notorious for just being just this raging, raging drunk, and like, like yeah, he was never sober, ever, not once. <laughs> Well, he was five well, months. But the tradition the age, that yeah. you have uh, that uh, recently you guys have brought back, I noticed. Well, I I, I don't know if Doug and remember how Doug that would be spelled D U G and Ford uh oh, oh with an umlaut over it Doug Ford yeah I, I don't know if <laughs> Doug Ford is a um uh I don't know if he I don't know if he's uh Doug Ford yeah if he drinks or if he like just like hits the crack pipe like his uh, his late brother I I, oh. I mean, again the rumors were that you know he was a bit of a dealer in high school but um uh, I I don't know yeah who, no, who he shot Jesse James. Uh, Doug Ford. Uh, yeah. You know, if you haven't, if you had that information, it would have been nice to release it before the election, Blake. You know. <laughs> Sorry. Why did you sit on that? Like. 
I just I just showed up when I got my invite. I don't really know what to tell you. What so to... <laughs> you you like you are a friend, and I should not have I should not have taken that out. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, we lashed out. We're sorry. Yeah. Mm. I just regret that that Chris Farley is no longer with us. Yeah. Now, 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 also, I guess in uh, Vermont, uh, the whole state of Vermont, uh, July 1, Canada Day, uh, on your Canada Day, uh, you made your pot finally legal, right? Yes, pot's illegal here. It's legal to possess and to grow uh, within certain limits. You can't sell it. Oh, really? So you, and, can't, you, don't, um, get, you don't have, like, little stores there or anything? Can you smoke it? You can smoke it. Um, can you eat it? I think you, once, I think you can do... Anything you like to it, as long as you do it to your own body. Wow. Spread it um, on toast? Sure. Okay. They, uh, the, the holdup was they were trying to figure out how, um, how to test somebody on the side of the road, to right, whether, right. That, whether or not they've had too much, because apparently there's not a, a quick and reliable test for that. Um, so, could you see, like, you put Tim Hortons on... The opposite <laughs> side of the highway and see if they swerve across to get it. Yeah, that might work. I don't work in Canada. Here it's got to be a Dunkin' Donuts, I'm afraid. Really? Because I've, I've tried both, and uh, uh, I think Tim Hortons has a, a very uh, a very good product. I mean, I, I like it. You, you, now, I haven't tried both high, <laughs> uh, but uh, maybe maybe that matters. I don't know. Yeah, but Blake, you, you used to go for front a job. You used to get the sent to uh, used to be, be sent to Detroit a lot, right? I did, and they have uh, they have delicious uh, Tim Hortons all over the place, and they don't have so many Dunkin' Donuts there. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Hortons is fine. I enjoy the coffee. Uh, now I never saw anyone uh, drop trowel and throw a poop, and I never saw anyone die inside of Tim Hortons, but. Otherwise, I feel like I got pretty good uh, Tim Hortons experience. All right. There was a new video re- release recently within within a few days ago of uh, um, I, I think it was a, some woman just wailing away on a Tim Hortons worker behind the counter. I don't know. It's like what you know. What was that? What was that? Uh, like that that movie, like The Happening or something like that, where like you know, people just get this rage virus or something. I think. Yeah, yeah. In Night Shyamalan. Yeah, I think something like that is happening here in Canada. Right? Just but it's being spread through. I don't know, like art, art like crawlers or something like that. That. Ooh, wow. Yeah. I'll have to look that up once everybody gets done looking at that video of that waitress in Georgia beating the shit out of that guy that touched her butt. Oh, well, that, that yeah, that's... That, that one just do, showed up like that. today. Should do right? Wow, that. yeah, that's yeah. that's news to me. Uh, I mean, not that... I mean, I, I've honestly not seen a lot of uh, restaurant-based sexual harassment uh, because I go to Waffle House and typically the... The waitresses are not out wandering around; they're behind the counter. Yeah. Oh, this so. was excellent. This was a uh, she was like a twenty-year-old college student, and she was just there, and they got it all on the like, security camera. Oh, awesome. Wow. Awesome. Thirty-something-year-old um, father of two, <laughs> out with his family. I uh, was walking past her, hand on the ass, kept walking. Whoa! She uh, spun around, grabbed him by the back of his neck put him in a headlock and threw his ass onto a table and then onto the ground. Wow. And, um, oh, it was, mwah. <laughs> yeah, did the, what, what restaurant? It was a pizza joint in Clarkson. Mm. I think. 
Yikes. in one of those one of those Atlanta communities. I I I need to find I, it and and go there a lot. I want to uh, I want to see how that plays out with uh, his wife later. After, yeah, yeah. I, I just because uh, I I mean I, when I like sort of if I were to speculate about how that would play out if I did anything to warrant that kind of thing. Uh, I, I imagine it would have, you know, remember, I remember when I was a kid and uh, my parents would warn me, say, if you get a paddling at school, when you get home, you're getting another spanking, right? <laughs> That's kind of what I think would happen in my life. If, if I touched a woman on the butt and she kicked my ass, when I got home, there would be yet another ass kicking that I would be receiving. <laughs> I, 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 I've never, Blake, I've never met your wife. I don't think I've talk to her i've seen some uh curated tweets out of her but yeah she does strike me as a very very good woman the uh oh i like her i'm yeah. very fond of her. <laughs> yeah yeah, so. yeah she's a she's a nice lady yeah but but she's a no-nonsense lady and uh uh yeah i don't think that would fly and, yeah, no, yeah. She, yeah i can see that uh yeah. that she would end you yeah yeah <laughs> so I know. I, I would like to believe nice that, that my not. good behavior is based on the quality of my character, but the potential uh, uh, punitive damages uh, is out there waiting. I'm aware of it. <laughs> like, oh. but now, now speaking about, you seem to be mumbling something on this video. Maybe what he was saying was. Please kill me. She's yeah. coming. <laughs> now, speaking speaking of pizza, um, you know this this sort of brings some. Uh, well, it's a series of tragic stories from uh, Metric Burlington. One, mm-hmm. uh, my, my my absolute fa- my absolute favorite pizza parlor in in Metric Burlington. Uh, they're not making pizza anymore. And now you can ask yourself, hey. Uh, How can you be a pizza parlor if yeah, you're not making pizza? Yeah. Okay. Well, technically, they they make a thing called a Halifax Donaire, but then they make a Montreal style pizza. Ooh, okay. Oh my God! I think I've heard of this. You, I think you talked about this on another podcast. Well, tell do. me, tell me about the Donaire. Okay. Well, the Halifax Donaire don't, don't ask. Yeah, okay. Donaire don't tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, a Donaire is kind of. I mean, it's like a, a Greek gyros, right? I believe it's it's more of like a Lebanese kind of a version of the Greek gyros and. And and you know you know we we have you know we like our immigrants and our refugees and stuff like that and and uh, well that ain't natural yeah and uh, and so a lot of of of, of um, sort of Lebanese immigrants they move to a place called Halifax and um, and you know and one of the great things about you know immigrants is you know they contrary to what you know some uh, I don't know you know Trump people may want to believe that you know immigrants they, they want to work right away and they want to start making money and putting their kids through school. And, and contributing and paying taxes and stuff like that. And then one of the quickest ways for these people to start making money is open a restaurant, right? And 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 and, and they will make the food, you know, they know how to make. So so uh, you know so this this um, you know this Lebanese uh, immigrant he uh, he started making uh, donaires, but he didn't have all the right ingredients, so he had to kind of substitute. So he you know so he kind of backed into this very sweet garlicky sauce for. For his donaires, like because he couldn't get the you know the the authentic ingredients, and it just you know people people like drinking in the Atlantic provinces. There's not a lot to do in the Atlantic provinces. Like there's absolutely no jobs whatsoever, and uh, so it's just kind of it's just like it's like drinking and maybe a little bit of meth and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so it, it was just it became very popular, you know, after the bars spill out 
food kind of thing. And then, and then a lot of you know Halifax people because there's just a complete lack of jobs out there. They all come out here where there are jobs, and so uh, you know this very nice Halifax family came up to Burlington and they brought their donair thing and they started making donairs. But they started also making it's called a Montreal pizza, and it's probably most closely uh, uh, re- would resemble like like New York style pizza. And uh, and now I'm from so very thin crust. Yeah, yeah, and, and like, like a big yeah. thin slice with lots of orange grease yeah. on top, and yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and now I'm from Windsor, and Blake used to go to Detroit, which is right across the river from uh, Windsor. And now Detroit has its own style of pizza, like Buddy's Pizza stuff, like that. But that they do now. To be fair, uh, they it's almost like a Chicago style deep dish, okay. but it's got a real crispy crust, lots of sauce. Uh, pretty tasty. I, I think if you can, if your area has a Jets pizza, that's a pretty fair representation of the Detroit deep crust. Yeah, and, and across the river in Windsor, Windsor has its own style of pizza. And Windsor pizza, it's like it's, it's weird because Windsor pizza is like the best pizza in the world. Okay, and and I and I know you know everyone goes no no sure Chicago New York whatever, but trust me, Windsor pizza is actually the best pizza in the world. But it's never gone beyond the Windsor border. So anybody who's ever lived in Windsor, we travel across you know we travel across the country we're talking about windsor pizza we don't shut up about it and we and we can never find windsor pizza any other place except this halifax donair place made a pizza that was like 95 percent of the way to windsor pizza and we were so happy and then they stopped making it so it's like it's it's like it's 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 like it's like uh, it's like the george R. R. martin's next book the Windsor Winter. Exactly. It, it, it's it's like losing a, it's like like losing a <laughs> child or, or at least a, a a a cat you like a lot. It, it, it was. It was, it was it, I did it was not terrible. expect to be wanting pizza so badly. Do do friends normally tease each other with pizza stories? Is that? Well, you know, fr- friends buy pizzas for each other and share pizzas. And damn, I want. Well, some pizza. apparently, there's no pizza that you can buy now. Well, no, that yeah, I know it's just terrible. This is tragic. Yeah, I, I, I know. I need some pizza badly. And and then the one thing that literally puts Burlington on the map, at least you know the the uh, the regional map, is uh, we we had a ve- a vegan uh, cupcake shop called Kelly's. And now these um these cupcakes are actually awful. They're the worst things. But like you know, because you know, like kids, right? You know, kids peanuts kill kids. Like like anything these days so and we've got like a, a eight-year-old daughter so when we have like birthdays you know all of her friends will just like they'll just die like you know m- you know midges like by the thousands if you feed them peanuts so so we have to buy these peanut free cupcakes and then they have these other gluten blah 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 so we would get these kelly uh vegan cupcakes and uh, and even like eight-year-olds don't want to eat these things they're all like like they don't even want to lick the icing off of it that's how bad they are but for some reason wow yeah for some <laughs> reason these vegan cupcakes are like f- just famous with the vegan people and they'll actually come from toronto when i say toronto think of like manhattan people how they don't want to go anywhere but manhattan and that's like toronto people like to get them to come to burlington is like asking a manhattan person to go to like you know like you know you can have a good time in new jersey did you know that like you know and so they'll and yeah so now like, no we can see it no we're not doing that <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and unfortunately yeah. now that the, the, this 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 vegan cupcake place is closing down which I don't care because I don't like their cupcakes, but th- th- it put my fair little city on the map, and it's very sad. 
Metric Burlington. I mean, sorry, Imperial ahead, Burlington needs yeah. more. Um, Imperial Burlington needs more immigrants. All we get is Thai restaurants around here, and I don't understand. I mean, it's all farm to table, which is fine. Um, but if you want something that's got any kind of um, spices added to it, then uh, it's really Thai food. And that's all we get. I haven't had a decent goddamn burrito in two and a half years. Wow. Oh, that's sad. I am, that's why that's one of the reasons I'm looking forward to visiting Atlanta in about six weeks. <laughs> no, no. It's like, but, but there's no victory conditions because everything's a tie. Yes, ah, exactly. Yes, I'm good. Good, Blake. Thank you. I was going to ask if you know if you had any good tie puns or 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 like tie puns. Is that like 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 you know like, you know like they call um uh, you know Remember, New, New Year's Eve is monster cast like like like, <laughs> like professional drinkers call um uh you know New Year's Eve they call that amateur night right so are like tie puns is that like is that like amateur puns for you know amateur punters like is or or do do even pun masters yourself appreciate a good tie? tie well, pun? to be frank, the, the 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 puns that I find the most annoying are cow and sheep puns. Really? Yeah, because there's so there's like so many people have done cow puns and sheep puns that it's just like it's really rare to run into a clever one. Okay, so that, that that that's I mean that's probably you know too much inside baseball, but yeah yeah that's the that's that's the puns that I find the most tedious. Yeah, the sheep yeah. puns are like the Big Bang Theory of uh, of puns. Go on. <laughs> no, I mean like the TV show Big Bang Theory. It's hard to find an episode of the Big Bang Theory that makes you even pretend to chuckle. You know. Okay, so, so I have so many people who are like, oh, you should watch The Big Bang Theory. It's so funny. They are mistaken. It's, well, yeah. the, the few efforts that I've, I've attempted at watching The Big Bang Theory, I, I, here's the problem that I found. That, that the show was making fun of smart people in nerd culture rather than being funny within smart people in nerd culture. Yeah. So – the, the 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 things that people were like, oh, well, if you are a nerd, you'll love this. I felt like, no, no, these are mocking the values that, that make my subculture important to me. And, and I, so, therefore, instead of seeing it as an amusing uh, foray into uh, that, that sort of uh, aspect of humanity, I found it uh, a, a, a distasteful mockery of, of, of stuff that I actually like. Wow. Yeah. Can, can we can we play a game here? Similar to sheet buns. All right. Can we, yeah. Can we can, yeah. we can we play a game? Absolutely. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, now imagine imagine we uh, we're all together in real life and we have a couch and, and we're all mm -hmm. on the couch together. But it's it's a big couch, so it's not like we're sitting. Is it, like, this isn't like going to be a dating game. No. Going no. No. All this yeah. route to do yeah. a Chuck Woolery sheet pun. Yeah. No. No. no Are no. we sitting up or is this we're talking no, like no, a Carl yeah. Oreo? No. No. We're all sitting on the couch okay. and and it's a big, okay, okay. it's a big couch. Right. So we're, we're not. I got like, to configure my brain yeah. for a second. We're sitting a male friendly distance from each other and we're watching. TV as friends. And, oh, oh, okay. 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 No, no, okay. no. Now, on three, I want you, everyone to say the TV show we would all be watching together as friends. Okay. 
All right. So okay. which, what would you think would be the show all three of us would bond over? And on, on, all three of us would enjoy this show and watch it together. Exactly. And I'm going to – so on the count of three, just say the show, okay? Okay. One, two, three. Westworld X-Files. season two. Great British break-off. What was yours, Christian? The Great British Bake Off. <laughs> Did you say Westworld Season 2? Well, Westworld Season 1 has a little too much nudity in it, and I don't think I would feel comfortable watching that with my male friends. Sure, sure. I could totally see that. There is something oh, so you, awkward so about Westworld, being heterosexual. You bring in, you bring in your lady friends yeah. to watch nudity? Uh, well, you know, what, I, what I, lady friends? I mean, I watch. Oh, that's right. You're married. I'm. I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I. watch it with my wife, and but but I am not like you know. Hey, honey. You know, like I don't do that. We just watch it, and I. I. I try to be very um, intellectual about the 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 nudity, and I'm like, hmm. You know, clearly in this scene they're using the nudity to convey you know the powerlessness of the, uh, you know the the robot slave class. You know, so yeah. Mm, mm. Do you make her make gear grinding noises? Uh, I make her wear. Well, she. I do make her wear fishnets while we watch the show, but. <laughs> but afterwards, it's all ladies' pleasure. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. Fair enough. <laughs> you do something for I, me, honey. I'll I noticed none of us said the Handmaiden's Tale. That's true. <laughs> that, that, I, we we, uh, we we live near uh, the commander's house, uh, where it was the commander's. House. We we every now and then we we make a little pilgrimage out to the commander's house, and we uh, we don't wear the costumes or anything like that. So uh, you know, we're not that weird as a couple. But every now and then we do go out to the commander's house and go, "Hey, that's the commander's house," and like, hmm. Yeah, you know, boy, we should have bought into Hamilton real estate five years ago, and it was really cheap. But that's, you know, that's that's what you know. You know, I haven't uh, I haven't watched that time, show yet at all. Really? No, I I mean I I I'm sure it's good. I've had a lot of people uh, tell me that it's terrific, and I do want to see it. And I think I've just got this gear where um, when everybody tells me a show is really good, it's not that I don't believe them. But I want to wait until the hype dies down mm, from yeah, it. Yeah. Well, I, um, I totally. I mean, I feel the same way. But my my excuse is that I'm married now, so I don't need to masturbate. <laughs> yeah. See, I live alone. So, yeah. um, I mean, based on with a show like The Handmaid's Tale, or um, say a movie like, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Mm, I love that movie. That's a great movie. That was yeah. a good movie. Yeah. Um, but there are some issues brought up by both, which I can I think are socially charged a bit at the moment. And I I I don't know. I think I just feel more comfortable watching them, so I can make comments on them, which may be old. But the um, the razor's edge of. Uh, the uh, the raw emotions that these things bring up has somewhat dulled. I'm trying to figure out what you're talking about. Is this something about like the War Boys? I mean, I I think if you you know, I mean, it, I think if you are like, oh, it's not so much anything about uh, like Fury Road. Um, if and I noticed this with the Wonder Woman movie too. Um, if you say anything critical about it, even if it's just pacing. Or lighting, or anything like that. Yeah. Um, editing, anything like that. 
I've had um, people who weren't ready to hear that because they <laughs> felt these movies were sort of touchstones. Oh, yeah, yeah. And maybe that's just been my luck. Maybe my delivery sucks. Maybe I don't have any right. tact. Um, maybe nobody else but me cares what happened to the German warship at the very beginning of the Wonder Woman movie. I, I did wonder about that. I know. And, and, like, no one has a good explanation about that. And yeah. it's, like, it's like as if people didn't even notice like, well, we lost a rowboat full of uh, full of soldiers. We better turn around and quietly get the hell out of here. Versus just right, bombard well, the island. Right. There's, a, there's a missing scene where Aquaman like just sunk that ship. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the missing dance scene. Oh no, oh, no wait, no, no, that that's uh, Ghostbusters, the woman Ghostbusters one. But anyways, yeah, it's weird. No, that see, man, I enjoyed the Ghostbusters movie. I did. But... But but that that whole dance sequence was never needed. I, I don't I don't know. Yeah, that's that's lame. No 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 no. Christian, uh, um, you know Blake has been happily married for a number of years, and I I'm I am happily married. And are are you? I know you're single, but I mean, are you single, <laughs> dating a lady, or are you just single single looking? Oh, I'm not actively dating anyone at the moment. I have been out with people. Okay, all right. Now, now um, you know, but nothing is. Okay. You know, last yeah. I got stuff to do. All right. Now, now, given that Blake and I are both <laughs> married, you know, and we, we do, you know, we don't perceive you as a, a threat, you know, in in terms of you know as a, a dating threat. So, so you know, as married people were. Uh, hey, your wife hasn't met me yet. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's true. Blake's yeah. wife knows better. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, friends, um, you know, friends, especially the the married ones that don't perceive you as a, as as a, as a competitive threat, you know, um, you know. Are happy to fix uh, their their friends up with somebody. You know what kind? If you know if we did have some single friends, and like I don't know if you want to move to Canada, it's okay up here. But uh, you know what what you know what would be uh, what kind of woman are you looking for? Uh, I don't. I've had a hard time really classifying them. You know they don't lend themselves to some sort of uh, uh, Dewey Decimal system. I've found. Um. <laughs> yeah, w women are kind of you know. The, the, there's no two alike, or like like guys were all alike. Like you, you like that, I like that. You like that, yeah, I like that too. Great, yeah. but, you know, let's have beer. But yeah, it's like like you know, one woman I like this, another woman I like that, another woman I like this. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. You know it when you see it. Exactly. Um, you know, so you're you've got to click on a bunch of different levels. I think you know, um, sort of compatible like intellectual levels. Right, okay. Um, so you both find each other interesting. You have to find each other both entertaining, right, attractive, yeah. um, and things like that. Right. And, you know? All right. Well, what what are some of your... Um, um... Like like deal killers like you know um, you know tattoos or uh, uh, <laughs> doesn't like dogs because you're a dog lover I guess doesn't you know, like Mexican cornbread exactly <laughs> yeah what's, yeah uh, right forces me to eat yams would be one really yeah. Um, yeah what's a, what's that what's a deal killer for you let's see uh, smoking probably would be right up the the topic. Wouldn't Does anybody to... smoke anymore, though? I mean, this is the 2000s. And uh, there turns out they're they're still out there. And really? there's 
Not <laughs> uncommon around here. Wow. Although, really? I, since the 1980s, I've had this pickup line that I've never gotten to use. Hey, if you want to put something hot and dangerous in your mouth, why don't you try this? <laughs> <laughs> but this was funnier during the AIDS epidemic. Yeah. Where was I? Oh, smoking. Uh, smoking. Smoking. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, not liking dogs would be a problem too, since I've. Currently- oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Now, now I I had this this thing where it's it's like like you know you know I I, I would absolutely never date a stripper un, unless she asked me. You know, is it um is it you know it's kind of like that where it's like you know we as men sometimes we have like um you know, sort of vague kind of desires, but, you know, but we, you know, sometimes we'll just be happy if to take anybody that offers themselves, you know, or, or maybe you're not at that point yet, but I'm, um, you know, <laughs> you know, in Canada. Ask again when it turns cold. Yeah, yeah, when it turns cold, yeah. But uh, yeah, so like, so smoking complete, complete deal, deal killer? I think so. All right. Okay. I mean, I just, you know, the, um, the smell of some, I mean, if they're not actively smoking, then it's on their breath and on their oh, clothes and in their house and all this stuff. It's, it's just unpleasant enough when I have enough unpleasant associations right. with it that like, I don't even want to enter into this situation. I just want to clarify. Wait, can I just clarify before we get, uh, you know, what, e- emails? There's absolutely nothing wrong with strippers or sex workers. or And strip workers are not, sex, strippers are not necessarily sex workers, but I'm just saying, there, there's there's nothing wrong with that. that that's Unless true. they smoke. Unless, Unless they smoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck off, whore. Then it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, I used to, when I was younger, uh, I never really had a, like a, a problem with people who got tattoos. I just found them tacky. Mm. And I realized over the years, just well, over the last, like the recent years, probably since I've become, the tattooing has become more prevalent mm, yeah. and more intricate, really. I kind of like it, not necessarily for the designs, because a lot of them are fucking ugly. Skulls. But, yeah. But I, I view it now as um, people, you know, people who get uh, a tattoo, especially a really complex tattoo. What they're doing is saying something about themselves and putting it on display for everybody else. They're giving you information about them, right. whether that's their intent or not, is, you know, a separate thing. Right. But most of the time... I mean, unless it's, you know, 24601 or, you know, if it's not like if it's a brand, then it's probably different. But if someone chooses to get this tattoo, then they are saying something about themselves may not be apparent what, but at least you've got some place to start if you're trying to get to know somebody or trying to understand someone. And as somebody who is frequently confused, I kind of like that. Yeah, no, Blake, Blake, you were in the Navy. Do you you got tattoos when you were in the Navy? Is that is that like like does everybody in the Navy get a tattoo? Or? Weirdly enough, I didn't get tattoos till I got out of the Navy. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know why, but I I uh I got a tattoo of uh kind of a, a fairy whispering to me, which is a a, a, a a sort of a joke that my wife understands, and then uh. <laughs> After being married for like 13 years, I got my wife's name tattooed on my other arm, and she's like, "Why? Why did you spell it wrong?" <laughs> no, she got it, she got it, it spelled right. She's like, 
why now? Why after 13 years? I'm like, well, you know, it's it, it's starting to seem serious. You know? it's, like, <laughs> it's, like, it's made last. It's like, what if things don't work out? And I'm like, well, then I'll have them put, you know, sucks underneath it or you know, stinks. Or, there's a, a number of options, but yeah, so far so good. So right. I need to confess something, Blake. Um, you don't know the name. It's it's on my arm. Tattoo <laughs> Blake's wife on your arm. I, I mean, in all your gun shows, I've been distracted by something else. I'll be honest. <laughs> but, no, the um, from my very earliest years up until I got old enough to really start thinking about things, like up until maybe adolescence. Yeah. I thought people in the Navy were stupid. Okay. And it's my father's fault. Okay. Go on. I'm not arguing because you, maybe you're I, right, but my dad, my dad was in the Navy long before I came along. Okay. And um, I remember because he would always talk about it. I mean, he wasn't like in a war or anything like that. He was in the Navy uh, between the Korean and the Vietnam conflict, so we got to sail around a bunch, but uh, never really saw anything interesting. Action-wise, you know, boom. Sure, sure. But but he'd still talk about everything he learned about, you know, life on the water and all this stuff. And then one day, this was, um, I must have been about six, five maybe. Um, we were at a park in Huntsville where I grew up. And we're out there like feeding ducks. And the ducks have come up and they're they've gathered close and you know these bunch of white ducks you you know what it's like when you're feeding you know ducks. you know how ducks are right yeah. right quack quack so we're there passing out the, the dad is kneeling next to me and he reaches out and strokes a duck and this duck bites the <laughs> shit out of him <laughs> and even at six I was thinking even I know you don't pet a duck. And I wasn't in the Navy. That yeah. was stupid. And I mean, you know, when you're six, stupid things make an impression. Sure. And like, okay. Um, and I, it didn't, I mean, I, I left this impression on me that Navy people don't know as much about life on the water as they think they do. Uh, ducks are on yeah. the water. Yeah. I, I do recall that I, I don't like to swim, and my mom and dad were like, "You don't like to swim? Why are you joining the Navy? That doesn't make any sense." And I, and I told them, I said, "Look, I'm going to be on a ship, and unless something goes terribly wrong, I won't be swimming." Right? <laughs> so <laughs> they have life preservers, right? That's yeah. right. So <laughs> if I'm swimming. All bets are off. So, yeah. (laughs) When I I told my family I was moving to America, they're like, you're going to get murdered. Because they just think, like, because we're from Windsor, right? So, for the streets of San Francisco, the Rockford Files, everything they know about TV. Yeah, exactly. You don't even need a TV show. You can hear the gunshots from across the river. Right. Yeah, yeah. Across the Rainbow Bridge. Sorry. Exactly. Yeah. America is basically paved with Detroit. And, And it's like, no, 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 no. Seattle. Is very undetroit like, and again, not to knock Detroit. Detroit's 
cool city. There's a lot of great things. Yeah, but like, I like Detroit. Right? Yeah. yeah, I absolutely love Detroit. Everything I've seen there has been great. Yeah, exactly. Uh, from yeah. from the from the burnout husks of buildings to the the the, the, the urban revival. I mean, it's been great. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you just if you watch Detroit nightly news, which Windsor Adians do, we don't watch our own stupid CBC. A Windsor man apologized to another Windsor man. Everything seems to be okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but it's just like it's like I remember this was a number of years ago, but it was like and this is Detroit, and um, you know, like two mothers sort of pull up to collect their kids after school, mothers, and and they get into like some they they have words with each other, and then they pull out their guns and they start shooting at each other in front of their kids in front of their kids' school. And, wow. Yeah, and I'm like, hmm, yeah, but right, right, yeah, but uh, yeah, obviously. Well, I not... would say that I, I don't know how this story ends, but I will say, regardless, Ted Nugent approves. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, exactly. But yeah, so yeah, but yeah, Seattle was very un uh, un un Windsor like. Now, now, uh, Blake, if you had a chance to move, because I I've always admired this about America, is that like I say, we're not really allowed to leave Canada. We're like. It's like I could go this cold place or that cold place, and there's that place over there that just rains all the time. Those are my options, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in America, you can like you know you're down there in Georgia, but you could be like you know what, I want to go to Seattle, or I want to go to Vermont, or I want to go to Maine, or you know Portland, Oregon. You know uh, you could you, you know I mean assuming you can sell your house, where where would you want to live in the America? Oh, that's a really great question. Well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I've always longed to live in New England. Come uh, on up. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm thinking about it. I, I the uh, uh, the idea of living up north has always appealed to me since I was a little kid. And I I don't know if that's because of Stephen King or H.P. Lovecraft, but uh, I, I suspect it is more related to horror than uh, than anything else. And uh, that somewhere between Bob Newhart and uh, the Mountains of Madness, I I think. Uh, uh, that's probably a bad example. The Shadow over Inns was probably a better example. But uh, the uh, yeah, I, the idea of living in some like you know really nice New England town where you know uh, all the evil and chaos you know is at least you know fifteen twenty feet underground uh, in the tunnels beneath the graveyard uh, that that seemed kind of cool to me. You know, I've got uh, three graveyards within walking distance of my house. That's fantastic. Yeah, so. Um, so, uh, New England, uh, although lately I have been thinking about, uh, uh, Denver and, uh, Seattle and Oregon. I mean, I, I like the idea of living in Bigfoot country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I like the idea of living, uh, Colorado is just a beautiful state and, uh, Denver in particular, I, I, I really, uh, I got a lot of friends that live out there. Uh, and, uh, that's, that's. Uh, it's just, I, I really like the fresh air, the, the being able to look out and see the mountains. Boulder, Colorado, where uh, uh, they have a nice university out there, and uh, Phil Plate lives out there, and uh, that is just a beautiful town. Mork and Mindy. Um, uh, Mork and Mindy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, now I, I, you know, obviously uh, Mork uh, passed away recently uh, 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 due to some sort of uh, autoerotic asphyxiation situation. But I, you know, I. I you know, he's from another planet. I can't judge. Uh, is, is, and, there, is there? A, do all American celebrities die from autoerotic asphyxiation? 
come to think of it, uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Pretty near close. Yeah, it's uh, you know, uh, I when I think about the you know great stars of the seventies, <laughs> yeah, it was a thing it's back like, then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, was it uh, David Carradine uh, comes to mind? Yeah, you know, Bob uh, Crane started this shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. Uh, uh, Bob Crane. I mean, I mean, I, I think he was probably murdered. It seems like, but uh, yeah. Uh, the, what was uh, in the now? Now that was uh, uh, allegedly uh, involved John Carpenter, but not the John Carpenter that uh, directed the thing. So that can be very confusing. Isn't that isn't that right? Wasn't it John Carpenter? Like, but but it's totally different John Carpenter. I actually don't remember the details of uh, well, death. I do know that he was from um, New England. Well, I'm going to Google it right now. All right. Uh, uh, okay, so this will be very helpful. All right. Uh, do, do, do. Uh, yeah, no, he wasn't murdered. Murder. <laughs> it was murder. Okay, so maybe he wasn't murdered by autoerotic asphyxiation. Yeah. It could have been. Cause well. Know, yeah. Because was the guy ever actually really convicted of murdering bob crane like like everyone you know they it's like they're pretty sure he did it but they just didn't have him dead to right oh it's yeah sorry. No, and he was bludgeoned to death yeah uh it, it, it you know i don't want you guys to get sued on your second oh, wait, episode no, an electrical cord was tied around his neck uh it was related to john henry carpenter oh, uh right. who was a different john carpenter uh and, although and I a think, carpenter yeah he was, yes, yes, he was. In fact, uh, I mean, apparently, uh, uh, Bob Crane was uh, uh, doing a lot of uh, uh, amateur sex videos and a lot of other stuff. So I, I, I'm really pretty ignorant about that aspect of his work. But I did enjoy Hogan's Heroes. It probably <laughs> was the best comedy uh, around a, a you know a prison of war camp uh, yeah. that I've seen. Really, yeah. Well, it was it was funnier than the bridge over the river Kwai. It was is certainly no that part of that was the laugh track. I think if they oh, yeah. put a laugh track into Bridge Over the River Kwai, uh, it probably would have been funnier. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. But, so but anyway, you ask a good question, Carl. Where would I live? Right. Uh, honestly, this is going to sound very unpatriotic, uh, but lately, and I, I'm probably alone in this, but I. I've been a little frustrated with the nature of politics in my country and the concept of moving outside the bounds of the United States in order to take advantage of a, a society that perhaps has more empathy and, 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 and uh, socialized medicine so that nobody has to completely have all their finances wiped out because of an illness. Uh, almost so really any place else in the Western world. Yeah, it seems it seems kind of like uh, it, it's appealing to me in a way that's surprising. And not only is it surprising, but uh, it seems to be increasing every year as I get older. That the the sort of financial sense of this uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, seems to like exceed uh, whatever patriotic limits I might have. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if I mentioned this last show, right? Because I, I lived in Seattle, and and I had a small medical problem in Seattle, and and I had really good, you know, I was working for a nice dot com, and we had really good health insurance, and and it was sort of like, okay, you know, when you got really good insurance in America, the health system is fantastic. I mean, you're right, right. Yeah. If you have really great insurance in America, it maybe only takes thirty percent of all your wealth away. Yeah. yeah. 
but yeah, it's great. But but, but that I, I was I felt I was a rarity because a lot of my friends, you know, you know, who didn't work in that company had rather different medical plans, and it's like, oh, you know, okay, well, you that problem you're having, uh, wait till next year because you've already spent what you're allowed to spend on that <laughs> thing, you know, and it was like. Yeah. Really? That's the yeah. So uh, you know, but yeah, but I mean, I do feel like the, in, in Canada, like I just don't even think it's just not something you even think about, right? It's it's not like budget next year. What are we gonna do in ten years about health? Or if I quit this job, you know, how you know my cobra and all this sort of stuff. Right, and right. Nothing. It's just like, uh, what's that spot? Go to the doctor, you know, that, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it, yeah. there, there is, you know, there is a sense of a study like self limiting. It's like, yeah, I can run to the doctor for every little thing, but I'm vaguely aware my taxes might go up if I do that. So I try to, like, right. not yeah. go to the doctor for every little thing. But then, you know, then you, you know, you do die of cancer and it's terrible. So, yeah. Yeah, it's either or situation, really. Yeah, exactly. All right. Mm-hmm. No, no. If um... what, what, sorry, I was oh. trying to interrupt, but I my oh, no, dog bumped the mute button. Uh, what I was going to say was instead of uh, having that experience, like most Americans, that you are a rugged individual who has to occasionally endure uh, being a part of a culture with other people. As a Canadian, you you actually are reminded that you're part of a system where. All your friends and neighbors are also sharing in the experience of being a human. Is that what you're saying? Uh, some, well, my my neighbors park in the visitor spot a little too much, so um, <laughs> I've got I've got some issues with them. So you know, if they want to just they can just fucking die of cancer for all I care. I mean, <laughs> you know, no, I, no. Even if that raises your insurance rates or taxes. Yeah. Well, some things are worth paying for, Blake. Okay. Right. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Very interesting. Yeah, we all. Yeah, like everyone's kind of in the same boat, right? In terms of like, and, and sometimes I sort of feel like it's like. And that boat is called Canada. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, something just feel in the states. You know, the people who are telling you how awful our, the Canadian healthcare system is are the ones that are like have the gold-plated healthcare system, and 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 if America had a public system, they would now have to get in line behind, you know, behind you know you know Betty down at the Waffle House, right? You know, they they, they don't want to get in line behind her for healthcare, right? You know, they. Because they're used to always being at the front of the line, and and how do you stay at the front of the line for healthcare? Well, by convincing people, you know, you know that you know, it, it, it's the worst thing ever, and it, it's it's not, you know. Yeah, I, I think uh, waiting in a line or waiting a week for an appointment uh, versus having all of your finances ruined by a medical expense. Uh, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I'm willing to wait. Yeah. But uh, I'm an old weirdo, so yeah. <laughs> exactly. Excuse yeah, yeah. me. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hijack the topics of your wonderful, <laughs> friendly podcast by talking about <laughs> Blake. Blake, even though you are a race traitor, we 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 accept that in you, and you are still our friend. All right. Well, the main thing is, so could you just fix the problem by painting all the people in the mural as healthy? <sighs> with, with IV bags. Like a, like a Twilight Zone episode. See, that would also be a lie because we have been dumping millions of gallons of wastewater into Lake Champlain over the last six months, and 
we've just come to realize that we've been doing it, and now we're trying to fix it. You, Blake, obviously, you know what I'm, where I'm going with this, right? They are trying to mutate the the monster in Lake Champlain. Champy, right? Yeah, so Champ's going to become uh, some sort of yeah. mutant Champ. I don't know. Some sort of, yeah, uh, E. coli resistant exactly. version of Champy. Well, did you ever yeah. see the Korean monster movie, The Host? Uh, I, I have to say, I'm embarrassed to say that I have not actually watched it. It's on my watch list. Oh, it's okay. in the top ten of. It's like it's like in the next ten movies I'm supposed to watch, but I have not watched it. So. it, it it's a more than reasonable Korean horror movie. Um, it looks awesome, and I, I do yeah. love uh, J Har and K Har. I'm especially fond of uh, the what is it, a Tale of Two Sisters? Oh my gosh! That was yeah, right, yes, yeah. 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 Um. Uh. Listen, my dog is uh, losing her mind. She wants oh, okay. me to take her quick walk uh i don't know how we're doing on time but can i take her and come back or, well, you know, or... we can we can wrap up yeah how about we just we, okay. we just wrap up yeah yeah so uh... they're gonna wrap up girl they're gonna wrap up okay what you <laughs> yeah, yeah. so right oh, that's a good yeah so let's um um yeah so we'll wrap up so anyway so yeah so anyway so blake thank you for being on the second episode of the burlington friendship society i had a good time neighbor Good. Our I, friend, we, yeah, we, we are we are still neighbor, friends even e, even though we in, insulted your 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 military service. Hey, it's all uh, right. Okay. No, all I've, right. I've since learned that I'm wrong. Okay. Oh, oh, right. I got. I got. Almost through good squib with my tattoos. It's okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I I should note we 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 do have an email address for this podcast. It's burlingtonfriends at gmail.com so burlington you know like the city and then friends uh the like the tv show d d d d d d d that's how the theme song went and then at gmail.com so burlingtonfriends at gmail.com oh nice yeah yeah so send your friendly emails don't send mean emails send your friendly i'm gonna be emails. phoebe okay I, I, I'll, I'll be kate was there a kate i don't know i don't know yeah, yeah i'll be jim okay it was like <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, so send your friendly emails and 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 if you have any favorite moments of a cross border friendship uh, or romance, we want to hear some of that. You know, um, or if you if you're a, a, a female, you could and you can provide Christian uh, with Canadian citizenship. Uh, <laughs> Christian, Christians, he's a nice looking fellow. Friends, can, friends can say things like that, right? You're sure. nicely, you're smart, you're funny, you've got a good job, uh, you have a house you could sell for American dollars and then bring them into Canada, and I, I can provide citizenship. I have done it before. Yeah, and I'm, uh, it, that that job uh, that I saw online for a Tim Hortons uh, donut mule is that legit? <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. <laughs> Donut smuggling. We'll get into that next week. But yeah, all right. Okay, right. And uh, Christian, you have any final words? If you also have any stories about, let's say, cross uh, cross border blood feuds that have recently ended, mm -hmm. um, I would like to hear those as well. But yeah, awesome. Okay, all right. And, yeah. uh, all right. I think so, those are uplifting. Okay, yeah. And, and check out our uh, our Facebook page, uh, the, the Burlington Friendship Society. Uh, join join that. And again, uh, all right. And uh, so uh, till uh, till next time, what do we say? We say, totally do. Totally do. All right. I think I'm going to stick with totally do. I kind of like it. I like it too. It's nice. Okay. I, I'm sorry, my dog's over here tap dancing. No, she really wants no, to go. No, so. okay. okay, yeah. Burlington people, we like to get our sleep. We like to get to bed early. And we like to get up early. So yeah, so that's that's perfectly fine. All right. Well, we'll have a good night, gentlemen. All right. Okay. You too. All right. Bye bye.
Bye-bye. Give us land of lakes and a land of snow, and we will build Ontario. A place to stand, a place to grow, Ontario, Ontario. A place to live for you and me, with hopes as high.